0: Nobody turned that one steer the four times you're that night. You didn't get to turn in. You just didn't get to row. Who in the heck loans you $30,000 to go rodeo? What are you talking about? Like we get done, we're like, this sucks. End? We're still going to do it. I I can't stand it. So I just go up to him and I, I am like, is there something wrong with your brain? <laughs> so we're officially okay, going. Undefendable. Uh, no. Yeah, that, that, is our, that really is our man. The name of the podcast is the Flatbed Podcast. And the reason for am talking is Flatbed <like> is not <laughs> so <laughs> What can I say about Aaron Freeman? Uh, I am such a fan of her and Jason and the family. I thoroughly enjoyed the podcast, but more than that, uh, I I love being friends with this family. They're just great people. She is a big time successful real estate agent here in town, but you wouldn't know it talking to her. She's super down to earth, very easy to, to communicate with. It's easy to see why she's having success in the real estate world. Um, what's cool to me is that seeing sort of the, the development of all the Wickenburg real estate all the way out to four paw and she somehow just keeps her finger on the pulse of all of it. So good person to know if you're coming to Wickenburg, if you've thought about investing in real estate in the business, she's the right person to talk to. Uh, but more importantly, maybe she's a tremendous podcaster too. Maybe she has a future in the business as well. So anyway, glad you guys are going to get to meet her. She's She's awesome. She'd be happy to meet you in person if you're down here. We try not to ask for a lot, but to be honest, the rate and review on these podcasts make a giant difference. You hear it all the time, rate and review. It really does help us be found by more people. We're loving it. We're loving the processes. We're loving the conversations that we're getting to have, and it would be a huge help to us if you could help us continue that by clicking on the rate and review when you open the Flatbed Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the partners and the sponsors of the Flatbed Podcast. Take a minute, hear what they got to say. You guys check out theropingcalendar.com. There's an app in all of the stores, whether it's Apple, whether you've got an Android, whatever the case may be, search roping calendar. This is the fastest way to find only the information that you're looking for. I know that Arizona can be chaotic. There can be a lot going on. The most comprehensive up-to-date list of the events that you can find in Arizona are at roping calendar. Check it out in the app store. Check out the website. You can search by date, you can search by location, you can search by event, you can even search by jackpot number. So say you're looking for a specific number of jackpot, you click on that tab, it'll take you only to the flyers that have what you're looking for. Ropingcalendar.com is the website, Roping Calendar in the App Store. It is the fastest growing website in Arizona for roping related events, 300,000 page views in its first winter, over 40,000 unique users. Find what you're looking for at the Roping Calendar. Since its launch in 2014, the 1017 Project has donated over 1.2 million servings of hamburger. It's a program that raises rope and steers. We have lease cattle, jackpot steers, and we, when we're done with those, they transition into the food banks. We've partnered with over 65 different food banks between Oregon, Arizona, and Texas. Let me tell you how you can be a part of it. This winter in Arizona, if you have a steer that's a ducker or a dragger or breaks a horn, something that would cause him to not be useful as a rope and steer, think about donating him to the 1017 Project. You can also find out other ways to be a part of making a difference in the lives of the food-insecure families who need our help at 1017project.com. Okay, so what, po- I mean, what podcast do you listen to now? You said you, wanted, you would do a podcast, but who do you listen to now? No one. You don't listen to any? None. Really?
1: So I was reading a realtor magazine and... Um,
0: about about a fist away from your mouth. It's great. close. It, just within reason. Okay.
1: You, I was reading a realtor magazine and like, they're like, that's where the realtors are going now is podcasts. Podcast? Yep. Mm-hmm. Really? And it's not about like your houses or anything about that. Our our job is to, you know, decipher facts from opinions. Right. So that's that's what the podcasts are going to now.
0: Well, if I was buying, you know, I always have this fear... I think the reason that brand names are brand names in anything is mm-hmm. it's like a stamp that you can trust. Like Absolutely. they've put their name behind it, right? Sure. So if I was moving to a new area, I would want to go like, who is the people that everyone trusts? And then just take their advice. I'm a good advice taker, but yeah. in the back of my mind, I'm always afraid that I'm taking advice from somebody who doesn't know. Right. So... To sell, I mean, in a sense, you're kind of selling yourself first. Oh, 100%. And...
1: Because when I first started over here, you know, I'm not with a brand name company. I'm with a small little family-owned company. And everybody's like, you're never going to make it if you're not with Century 21 or Keller Williams or Colwell Banker or something. And I was like... Oh, okay, and I mean, it really like had me kind of down, and
0: why at that point, why wouldn't you have gone with one of them if if you thought that was true? What was your motivation to stay with a smaller?
1: Because I was with a smaller company. I was with a Remax in California, and there are so many franchise fees. So you're paying desk fees, and you're paying yearly fees for the franchise, and right. if you're not selling you can't afford those fees.
0: Right, it's kind, like, it's kind of like the stud market right now. You're paying into yes. all these incentives that yes. you're not selling, then yes. you're just paying to own a
1: stud. 100%, absolutely, yes. So yeah, so um, I was worried about it, but I'm like, you know what? We rode in with these people. I mean, they were good friends of mine. You trust them, you know, you're like, right. you know what? I don't, I don't have to pay a desk fee and they're gonna take care of me. And so I did and I just, I just hustled.
0: What year, what year did you get here?
1: I got here in 2017. Oh, really? Uh-huh, yeah.
0: I don't know why. For some reason, same year we got here. For some reason, I was Is thinking it? you guys were here earlier than that.
1: No, yeah, I always think it's 2016, but I look back and it was 2017 because Clay was a freshman in high school. Wow, I know.
0: From where?
1: Uh, California. I know. Sorry.
0: So that's it. Seems like that's the that's the one thing. Yeah, no, I won't hold it against you. Thanks. Except, it, like, you have to change your plates. I think that's the trick. Oh, if you're moving at the from the minute you get here, if you're moving to from California to yeah. anywhere, the first thing you got to change your driver, change 100%. your driver's license, change your license. One
1: hundred percent. Absolutely. Um,
0: i've been i was trying to i was talking to somebody the other day about i can't remember what the detail was something mm-hmm. about a in or something that they were doing they're like mm-hmm. oh man back in the day it was five years ago i'm new like i think of myself as being brand brand me too. new me here. too uh but then there's stuff that i'm like yeah yeah i've seen it change like yeah. dynamite was still being ran by darren peterson and their group over there and right. like um it, it seems like the arizona has changed a ton just I think since so we too. got here, I think we oh, got here right at the right time.
1: Yeah, and I think we missed you know we missed it when it was a small town here because you know back in the day they all talked about horse world, Beavers Horse World
0: mm-hmm. on Rincon Road. Yes, yep.
1: exactly. And I mean, I that by the time I got to Rincon Road, there, there's no Beavers yeah. Horse World anywhere. You know, well, I didn't
0: realize until just in the last couple of weeks that uh, Rancho didn't start till 2012.
1: Oh, I didn't realize that either.
0: So it's new, and the first year they didn't even run it; they leased it out and had other people do the production. But, no kidding. Uh, tie and tie, yeah, 2012. So, really, everything that you think of as being this yeah. area-centric, yes. and then I was I was just telling Jacob on the way in, this time of year. I don't know when we're gonna publish this, but yeah. but while we're recording it, the whole culture of this town changes. It's I agree. not really like a, a cowboy town; no. it's more of like. Uh, Tourists, people headed to Vegas, yes. people yes. coming from California, yes. you know, a lot of travelers, a lot of right. cars. Right. You don't, I mean, the culture of the town for sure changes.
1: 100%. In the winter, honestly, I think it goes from like 6,000 people, normal full time residents, which might be a little more now because I feel like after COVID, a lot of people decided to make this their hometown versus yep. Oregon or Washington or Idaho, wherever they were at. Um, it grows to like 70,000 people. Just That's with crazy. the I know and you have how many arenas around here. Right. You know, it's just it's just insane. You can't even get into a restaurant. There's a line out the door every night of the week. Isn't, so. that,
0: isn't that weird? Because I've I have i I'm working on it. I want to be a more social person.
1: Oh, good for I you.
0: I do. I do. It's like a goal of ours. I want to get out and like go to dinner with people and stuff. Uh we'll see. I don't know. Okay, okay. yeah. Every time Small steps. I go anywhere, it seems like I bump into Aaron Freeman. Like you are really, really good about connecting Thank with you. people and networking and you you know everybody. Um I've always thought it would be cool to live in a place where you had to, like, call and get reservations because yeah, yeah. there was just the energy of, of people. Yes. Has that cha- – do you think that's changed in the last couple of years? To Or do you think it's always been that way since you've been here?
1: Well, I think – I no, definitely in the last couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know uh, – during COVID, like I really thought it was going to slow down. You know, we were like, I was like, Oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm going to get a break. Awesome. And it just ramped up. I think that was my busiest year ever. And, um,
0: well, that was the year that Fleming sold that place for like 1.3 or something like that. And all of a sudden I I feel like that was sort of an awakening moment where everybody went, this is going to become a very
1: serious real estate place. I agree. And I mean, and I sold that place.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shout out.
1: So, yeah, I, I had a couple gals. They're, they're rainers from out of state, and I showed it to both of them. And, and one of them was like, I got I to have this. And I was like, oh, okay. You're kidding. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was. You know, I mean, I had, heard, I had heard Fleming's wanted what they wanted for it, and I was just like, oh, not in four paw. Right. That's not going to happen. You know, But now we got another one out there.
0: That's exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. When we got here in 2017, mm-hmm. four paw was talked about. The way that we now talk about Aguila.
1: Right. You're like, oh, out there? Who All wants to live Now, Four Paul.
0: Mm-hmm. Paul is just like a suburb. It's just right, right. on the edge of Wickenburg. And that's, yeah. I mean, it's huge.
1: They love it. And I mean, there's a lot of lot of NFR guys out there. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of rail racers, team ropers, steer trippers. Everybody's out there It's like steer there tripper now.
0: central. I got my yeah. my buddies, uh, my neighbors are steer trippers. They're like the retirement group of yeah. steer trippers. And so I uh, drove over there this winter. I, was, I went and roped at Matt's and then oh, yeah. went over there and hung out. and like, Yeah. That is a whole subculture. You it could is. be in Arizona and not even realize it. No. And then you get over there to Sankey's and there's like 50 old timers and they're all just tripping steers and doing their thing. And it's I know. I, I love the energy of a lot of people yes. in, a, in a spot. I just I enjoy
1: it. Oh, and I'm glad they're doing it over here because, I mean, that seems like it's just a Texas thing. Steer tripping? Yeah, isn't it?
0: you know the no okay I, well i don't know it's like wyoming i know like in the oh, wyoming uh nebraska kansas yeah. it's kind of big there bigger arenas anywhere there's bigger okay. arenas okay uh the northwest i know there's a lot of stripping, stripping okay. up there uh not huge in california as no, i understand no no, yeah, no. rodeo is not huge in california
1: <laughs> so
0: so no. you sold the place there in Fort paul and then is that was that kind of your here we go moment or no. did you see it coming before that
1: yeah, we had seen it coming before that for sure. I mean, it was I had sold another place um in Congress like two years ago for five sixty five and circumstances changed for the people and we just sold it two years later for eight fifty. Yeah. And that's what it appraised at too. Right. So I mean, yeah, it it had been coming for a long time. And eight
0: fifty for a place that didn't have a big house on it. Right. That's what's crazy to yes. me is that you're in Arizona and like you got yep. barns and arena and horsepins. Great. Uh I guess if there's a house, that's nice, but it's a casita. People don't come down, yeah. People don't come don't down care. here to be inside.
1: No, they don't care. They they don't. They want to be outside, and you know what? If it's bigger than the horse trailer, great. That yeah. works.
0: Yeah, it's got a washing machine, perfect. Oh, a hot shower? <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Yeah. That's a bonus. And we
1: can sit on the couch and like not have to like touch each other in the horse trailer. That's <laughs> awesome. Even better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: you start with a smaller company mm-hmm. and then I mean, what in your mind, because I mean I don't want to overstate this. You're obviously one of the most successful real estate people in town. Thank you. You just are. Thank you. At, at what point did you go, "Oh, I think this is for sure going to Did you have like a one moment or was it kind of gradual over time where you're like, "Oh, no, this is definitely working. This is going to be okay."
1: You know, you know, yeah, it's it's always been good for me. So so I'm actually a third-generation realtor. What? Yeah, my grandma was a realtor. She had her own broker's office. Where was that? Uh, in California, okay. a little small town called Castaic. California. Okay. She had a little like she shed. And I remember sitting at her desk, like, I'm <laughs> she signing pe- papers and helping her and stuff. I was like three.
0: And she was just like total boss lady. Oh, yeah. Running around town yeah. and places. Yeah.
1: Like. Yeah. And so, and her company was named Six Bar S Realty, which I still have the LLC for that. Really? Mm hmm. Yeah. That's so, awesome. um, yeah, she, and then my dad had his license. He wasn't very active with it, but he had it. I have two cousins that have their license. Like we're like a realtor family. It's like weavers it's like, and preaching. Exactly. One hundred percent. It's a family business. Yes. It's a family business.
0: How so, much of that do you pull from? Like how, how often do you call on your family members when you run never. into? Never.
1: Really? Because, because real estate's changed so much, right? Like sure. you have to keep up with the times. Right. and. And they're old school. So yeah. and and most of them don't even practice anymore. They probably sell their license, but they're not practicing or anything. Right. So yeah, I n- never
0: honestly oddly enough, kind of the same. Like I really? don't talk shop a ton with my family. There have been seasons where we did. You really? know, where we would call what about this, what about that? Usually yeah. check in after like Christmas, you're and different Easter. Though. well exactly. I mm-hmm. think church. And I try to avoid talking about business on this podcast best I can because right. I, nobody wants to talk about the business of church. It's like <laughs> watching how sausage gets made. But um, uh, I, I think, same, like you said, things are changing yes. so quickly right yeah. now in the world yeah. that we don't really have that history to pull from right. per se. Right. You know what I mean? The the, the basics of mm-hmm. being a real estate agent, I think, remain the bones, yes. so to say. Like the foundation stays the same. 100%. But uh, I, my assumption here, what you're saying, if it's the same with what we do, you know, the day-to-day – You know, the principles stay the same. The methods, the methods are just completely different. Yeah. And I
1: mean, I mean, you're 100% progressive. I don't know that anybody's really doing what you're doing. Are they?
0: I'm not sure we're doing it well. (laughs) Well, So, I mean, we've got an idea.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, like
0: (laughs) I've just got such a, I've just, I don't know. Like the, the, the foundation of what I do is communication. Yes. But I think previously the foundation of what I do for work has been, Personal. It's like relational, highly relational, low communication.
1: Yeah. So when you get somebody
0: that's uh, anybody, it doesn't matter what you do. If you're a gifted communicator, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be a very gifted administrator. Right. Now, if you're not a very gifted administrator, you're not going to have the same people skills as somebody who's a communicator. You know, it's and I think we've really built a model around um, highly relational type pastors, Mm -hmm. and so then anybody that's not that isn't a real pastor. Right. And And I I get that. And if that's just not if that's just not me, I like communication. Yeah. I love this right here. What we're doing right now. This is awesome. I love it.
1: Because how often do we get to talk? Never. We're always going. I mean, I just
0: wave at you at restaurants when I, when I come out of my cave once every six months. Yeah, Yeah.
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we don't ever enjoy doing this, but, um, if I was, if I was as relational as what I think that the job normally would call for, you have even less time because 20% of yeah. the people that are in your community are going to take up 80% of your time. Absolutely. And then all of a sudden you're, you're just kind of a, a social worker. Yep. If you're not careful, it can turn into social work.
1: Well, I always wondered about that. Cause I, I honestly think being a pastor is probably one of the hardest jobs you could ever do. I think
0: it, it, okay. It's kind of like this. It's like leaving the door open. If the door is open and mm-hmm. trying to keep the temperature in the house, a certain temperature, Right. if you don't specifically get up, walk over and close the door yeah. or like, have a boundary, mm-hmm. the world never stops coming in. Exactly. And and I think that's probably true in any business. Like if yeah. you don't have good boundaries, that's true. It's not long until you're in over your head and you're oh. burnt out and, and useless. And so, yes. so anyway, we're not talking about me. Woman. Oh, sorry, we're not I'm not talking I'm about just, I'm
1: switching over to you. So uh,
0: you I, back to your point. Okay. You had even thought about advertising in Texas. Oh, I had tried that's... to sell you a banner at the arena in know, Alvarado. I, I think know. I almost got it done. I think if we're being honest, yeah. not in the moment, I think. I was close. I think I almost you were had it done.
1: Very close, and and the only reason, see, if it was today, Jordan, I would have bought it.
0: Well, don't. Okay, that sorry. doesn't help me at all. I know. But, no, sorry. But the but you're thinking not was. It anymore, no, no, I know. But the thinking was that there's a lot more people coming over from Texas than there you you used me to be. And and I believe you. You. That's what I'm saying. You being an outside the box thinker. Yeah. I like that you instantly caught on. I didn't have to explain the no. logic of that. No. And and I wonder if that's the sort of instinct that's developed being a third generation real estate agent. Sometimes it's the unspoken. It's almost yes. like you smell it before you see it.
1: Right. Right. And I, I, I was on board too. I was, I was like, that's a great idea. Cause it was you expensive. said it was it, it, expensive. It, it was. I, you know, not that everything in real estate is expensive, it's but money. it's okay. It's, yeah. <laughs> we make it all day, every day. Don't worry. Um, but, at that time, you did tell me, you said a lot of Texans are coming to Wickenburg. And I'm like, I'm not seeing that. I'm just not seeing the license plates. I'm, they're not calling me. Right. I'm not seeing that. But well, I'm I told not. you they're
0: not calling you because you don't have a banner hung up. Yeah, for a nominal I know. fee, <laughs> for a one-time nominal fee, i would be calling you only. <laughs> I know, I know.
1: And uh, But I think this year it's really changed. I saw more Texas plates here than I ever saw. You know, we have a son that goes to college in Texas. We were yeah. over there quite a bit this year. Every single person we talk to, they're like, Where are you from? We're like, Wickenburg, we're like, Oh my god, oh what? my gosh, we were there this yeah. week, we were there last one. Are yeah. we there? They all know where it's at. Nobody does not know where Wickenburg is. Well,
0: at. and we were at an advantage where we were in Texas because we were putting on the events. There wasn't anybody that owned a horse trailer and rode a horse that didn't come through that facility that year. I mean, it was like everybody was there. So we had a little bit of a, yeah. a view around the corner, maybe, but yeah,
1: you, did. you um,
0: did. It wasn't even to that degree. It's even more now.
1: Oh, I, I 100%. I I know, and I wish you still had that arena. I would so be in on that with you.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: I mean if I it chose marriage. Changes. Yeah, I chose oh, yeah. that Lacey well, that. and I were gonna yeah. stay together yeah. instead of
0: burning out and, and splitting up. Yeah. Um and I you would have. Yeah. <laughs> we were both we both had that moment <laughs> where we looked at each other and it went well. Here's what's crazy. It went really, oh, really I know. well. I think, I suspect, and somebody's gonna listen to this and be like, no, nah, I'm about to enrage some people saying this. Right. I think that's the best year that facility had ever had.
1: I know it was. And
0: it still wasn't it still wasn't enough yeah for everything else that we had going on now we could have we could have just pulled up steaks mm-hmm. and done strictly and solely that sure um it was a great year we yeah. loved it but it wasn't it wasn't good enough yeah. that we were willing to give up everything that we were doing i agree i, I see wickenburg as like the gold rush oh in, in my in my own life i love the people i love the culture i love the 100%. restaurants like, i sat and talked to charlie at Charlie steakhouse the yes. other day we didn't have a reservation on a tuesday night in may so you think oh no problem on tuesday night no. in may. Need to Act. have a reservation. Yep. So Charlie mm-hmm. sets us in the family section. Right. Uh, but I love that. I love getting to know, you know, the people yes. and the culture and the community. Yeah. And um, if I'm less successful in my life, I feel like this is a Jordan podcast. That's not really how this works, Aaron. Stop um, stop diverting. This is why you're a good real estate agent. You you just redirect. <laughs> yeah, and here that's I go. right. But I don't know I, more about you. I, even if I'm going to be less successful in my life from a worldly standpoint, uh, I'm loving getting to know the community. I, yes. I like that I'm available to be in Oregon yes. because that's home. I right. Mean, that's still our home hub. Right. Um, you know, th- great things are happening there and I don't have to be gone. You know, I can, it's an hour and 45 minutes. Flight, you can be yeah. There, so yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So no,
1: I'm with you. I'm with you. And I mean, and that is, what's great about this community. I mean, you know, we're all here for the same reason, right? We all came here. I was like, okay. 90, 90% of us probably to team rope. Yeah. And once you come here and I mean, I've had a lot of people say this to me, like we've never been in a place like this. Everybody's here to have a good time to rope, to enjoy the weather. You know, it's snowing back home. But here you're, it's got 69, 70 degrees all winter right. long and they just absolutely love it. Like you're hard I, pressed. To...
0: I suspect that mm-hmm. even if the weather wasn't what it yes. is, once people experience that community mm-hmm. and that, that excitement, it's almost like being on a cruise ship. Yes. Nobody's from here, right. but everybody's excited when they're here. Yes. Nobody feels like ownership. You don't right. have the big social landmines right. or this group doesn't talk to that yes. group that a you hometown don't. over time mm-hmm. will develop. mm mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know, you don't have the social boundaries. Everybody's no. just kind of, it, yeah. it's it's like a weird utopia down here. And so it even really if is. the weather wasn't, I think that's why you're seeing more year rounders. Like Me I too. can think in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. there are more people. and I don't want to ask you about that with the real estate, but there's more people living year round now. I agree. Then, I've ever seen in my Same. extensive five years. Right. Well, we're,
1: we're like just what you said, May. Usually, mm-hmm. end of April, everybody's gone. You right. don't even see horse trailers anymore. You don't see them until October, right. you know, but they are still here. I see horses everywhere. It's not, this is my truck.
0: <laughs> Somebody's car alarms are off. Exactly. So, um, well, how do you, when people find you? What do they What do they say? Is there a theme right now of like we want to be just a part of what's going on there? Mm-hmm. We want to relocate. I mean, what's the What's the number one thing that you're hearing as far as people looking for? So,
1: so for me, it's, it's they're all second homes. All my clients are out of state. You yeah. know, um, I, I I'm lucky if I get to work with somebody in town. But you know, everybody in town they already know somebody. They've been here forever. They sure. you know they all grew up together, went to school together. So my clients are all out of state, right. and and I mainly only work with horse people, mainly team ropers. You know, because. Right. You know, you you have a lot of realtors that that maybe don't know the difference between an arena or a turnout. I can't tell right. you how many homes I've looked at for, for out of Like, hey, this says it has an arena. I'm like, okay, let me go look.
0: It's a loping pen.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> or a turnout. Right. And you're like, ah, oh, that's not going to work, right. you know. So, and that's that's one of the things that
0: shout out Clay and Brody for knowing the team roping. <laughs> no kidding, that's the only reason we get
1: business because of Clay and Brody. And now Jason, yeah, you hey, got him a new horse. I, He's doing did, good. He won.
0: They won. Uh, him and Brody won something this year. Something,
1: right? yeah. He's won a couple things. That's awesome. I know it'll ta- it takes the right horse. Yeah,
0: that's exactly. That's, the thing. Exa- that's anybody. That, anybody right. It doesn't matter what level you rope at. Yeah. It takes the right horse. Yeah. That's just part of what yeah. we do for work.
1: And so, and they do. I mean, Clay's helping me out in Texas. You know, everybody wants to come over here. He's like, oh, my mom's a realtor. Caller. So, you know, they're like, oh, all right. He's hazing
0: for you over there. Hazing
1: for me send them this way well so
0: and i've asked this question of like the team roping producers Mm -hmm. but if you look at a downtown city if you look at like downtown phoenix for instance there's only one city block available so what they do is they build just super high rises well that's how high rises happen is like there's a limited amount of real estate so you go higher because you can't go out sure it feels to me like wickenburg is Reaching that place where there are yes. more layers. You can't yes. go to a rope anymore that doesn't have 350, 500 teams. Yes. There are people that don't want to go to 350, 500 right. team ropens. Right. Um, the real estate is just insane, yes. insane, insane. Yes. Um, where where does growth happen now? In, in your mind, if somebody were to get ahead and they're yeah. going to call you and they're going to go, okay, I want to be in the next
1: yeah. spillover. Because yeah. like when
0: it spills over, it's going right. to go, where do you think it's going?
1: It's got to go, I really like Congress i think I, I mean i think it's going that way i love congress i would
0: never drove between wickenburg and congress oh until my. this year the oh. places out there are unreal there like, are some super, great super places nice.
1: and congress is a little mismatchy you know i mean it's got a mobile home here and a nice house there but i really feel like people are kind of buying those mobile homes and you're fixing them up or building a house or some i i love congress and and actually a gila i just had some awesome clients who i love um and, and they run a big barrel racing production company. Like, they moved out there. They yeah. have an awesome place out there.
0: Well, so I've got a friend that him and three buddies bought 160 acres. I think that's right. And they're platting it out and getting the, the mapping done. And they're getting county approval. Yep. Yep, I heard about that. Mm-hmm. And I told him, like, I don't have any money, but <laughs> let me know when he starts selling those plots. Because, right. I remember you, you know, you never know when you're going to sell a horse or have something available. Right, but, right. Um, it feels like things would move that direction. I think so, too. I don't don't know where else they could. I I know. Because you're not... there. Whitman, you're between there and surprise. It's starting to fill up. Yeah. The houses in Whitman in the last two years.
1: Unbelievable.
0: Did you see that they just... The BNSF just bought uh, the rail. Yes. So, not to give away my location, but we've got big corporate land grabs on both sides of us. Our little neighborhood is going to be completely landlocked. I know. So...
1: I know. So, so what but do you do? To sell that right. Exactly. <laughs> that's, what that's what I'm saying. Some people don't want to be near trains. I don't know. You know. How
0: are people finding you right now? Because it seems like you are constantly in the middle. It doesn't, and I'm not, I'm not as involved in the real estate thing as I know a lot of people would be, but anytime I've ever called on a place, your name is not far from that orbit. So yeah. you are now fully embedded in pretty much everything that goes on. There's maybe Two or three other people yeah. that mm-hmm. I would say maybe I would say on that so. which yeah. by the way, I want to pitch an idea. Yeah. It's a reality show. It's called yes. The Real Estate Housewives of Wickenburg, I'm in. Arizona. I'm sure
1: we would all love it. It'd be so fun. <laughs>
0: Everybody reads it, Rancho Bar Seven.
1: Exactly. <laughs> we meet at Spurs in the morning for breakfast, you know, Palomino Club for lunch. So
0: you, <laughs> see? <laughs> yeah, I got so it. So how do you how do people find you? I mean, what and I'm not mean, let me say this. I, this is not like, hey, shout out, fine air. Yeah. I'm saying what was your strategy? For putting yourself where people can find you.
1: Uh, so at first I had to advertise very heavily over here. You know, you definitely want to be in the arena magazine. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not, you're, yeah. And um, I also had like an online platform that kind of funneled them to me. Mm-hmm. And um, after that, honestly, Jordan, I have not, I'm still advertising the arena and the local little real estate magazine that we have. Right. But honestly, it's all been word of mouth.
0: Yeah. Just doing a good job. Doing a good
1: job, taking care of your clients. You know, I mean, I, I go above and beyond for my clients. I had one client, like, he, he he would, before he came down, he'd be like, hey, can you go by the dry cleaning and pick up my clothes? Like, I do it for him every season. What? I'm like, sure, why not? I'm driving by your house anyway. I pick him
0: I up. I don't feel like I'm fully utilizing our friendship fully. I know. You can pick not. up dry cleaning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know? So but, yeah, you just, just go above and r- The
0: down. relational element. I mean, it's you're pastoring your little group of people. I mean, that's that's yeah. kind of what that...
1: Term and they rely it. on me, you know, because they're all from out of state. This guy was from Idaho. I have another family from Kansas. I go take care of his house like twice a month just because they're, you know, who else is going to do it for them?
0: Did the, it's kind of hard to keep up because it goes up so fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the market.
1: Yes. Two things have is. happened.
0: First of all, the real estate market in general has gone up.
1: Crazy. Everywhere. Yeah.
0: And it's, that's kind of universal right, right now. <laughs> Second of all, it is like white hot in one little spot. For real estate, right. So when the place over there in Fort Paul sells, and it's everybody, I think, like I said, for me it was a kind of a wake up call. Like, oh, this is a very serious real estate market. Yes. Did that kind of screw you because now everybody's like, oh, well, if that place sold for that, then I think my place should be. I mean, how do you keep people reasonable?
1: Absolutely, it does. So, and you can't even really run comps anymore because it's, that's not true. You know what it's I mean? It's going up fast enough. Yeah. But... Right. So you're going to, you're going to run comps and be like, well, yours only worth seven fifty, And they're like, yeah, but I have the same amount of land as that. I got the same square footage. I have this, I have this. And you're like, oh, okay. So, so it is very difficult to put prices on houses right now.
0: Well, and historically the reputation of all real estate agents has been price it where it will sell. Right. So how, instead of like lofty, you know, shoot in the air and hope mm-hmm. it works. Do you, Do you trend more towards reasonable or do you trend more towards let's get all we can get or somewhere in the middle?
1: You know, it's it depends on the client, you know, and just what situation they're in. I have some clients are like, I have to sell this today. And I'm like, Okay, then we need to. This is what we'll sell today. Right. And then I have others like, I don't really want to move, but if I get this price, I'm like, Okay then, all right. right." So it just all depends on your on your clientele.
0: And are you doing uh, rental management? Did you end up doing that?
1: No, I, I really thought I wanted to. And honestly, like I, I got a bunch of phone calls about it and I started thinking about it. And I was, I'm just so busy in the real right. estate. It is hard to manage rentals as well because mm-hmm. it's always a...
0: Uh, well, I mean, heck, if you're picking up dry cleaning, maybe you could eliminate that and then pick up the rentals. I could actually. <laughs> yeah.
1: not to self. <laughs> so what...
0: Where does it, like I said, where does it go? It goes to, it goes to Aguila. Mm-hmm. Is there, do you, is it like a big developer comes in, starts building places? Is it small, yeah. like individuals go in and start building their own places?
1: Yeah. I think it's exactly like, um, like what Ag did. You know, you, he, somebody will buy like a big piece of land, split it up into two and a halves or fives or whatever, and then just sell them off. And
0: so I, Ike's place, I think, I mean, I assume you wouldn't care if we're talking about it. It's yeah. probably all public information. Yeah, it is. How much of that did he own out there? Cause this is, uh, I'm gonna sound really judgy. You build a place. Uh It's really nice. Yeah. You got like big palm trees out there. He's got a pool in the backyard. This guy that I'm thinking of, Uh you know who I'm talking about Mm -hmm, out there mm -hmm, in that area. mm -hmm. And then every house now leading up to him, trailer houses.
1: Yes. Yeah. I know. And
0: I understand that people are like, hey, I'm only there half the year. Like I can't afford to build. I get it. I know. But that would be, that would be hard to build like a big, nice place. And then it just feels like people are throwing up whatever they can get their hands on, which by the way, those aren't even as cheap as they used to be anyway. No. Is it? Okay. In Morristown. Yes. I thought, I used to think that Morristown was like the nicest little neighborhood in Arizona. Right. It was great. Like yeah. Castle Hot Springs yep. up there in that part.
1: <clears throat>
0: There's a question coming. I'm just rattling here That's for a okay. second. Go for it. And then all of a sudden, all those little places along the road there yep. off Carefree, they've mm-hmm. all got mobile homes mm-hmm. on. Them. Is it true that the mobile home manufacturing. Company... Do not fast forward. We're going into a couple ads. If you have any interest in buying or selling or renting or anything real estate related in the world's hottest equine real estate market, Wickenburg, Arizona, I am talking to Aaron Freeman. Make her your first stop.
1: Absolutely, we're here to help. That's who we work with. We love our team ropers, we love our barrel racers, we love our ropers, rainers, all those guys. We love our horse people.
0: Where do people find the higher-producing real estate agent known as Aaron Freeman?
1: Uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We're on all of them. Aaron Freeman Properties. Aaron Freeman Realtor on TikTok.
0: All those little places along the road there, yep. off, off Carefree, they've all mm-hmm. got mobile homes mm-hmm. on. Them. Is it true that the mobile home manufacturing companies buy land to put the mobile homes on to sell?
1: I don't. I haven't run into that. The ones that are on there are owned by people that I've shown. Okay. I guess I should say. And then the one that, like the newest one that you probably are thinking of, it just kind of went on there a few months ago, and it's right up against the highway on an acre or two. I think. Um, I mean, that's yeah, that's owned by a person. That's so I've not ever run into that in my. Showings. Yeah. if They're all usually owned by by somebody who bought land, split it up, and thought. Well, just well and you can't get
0: anything on. built right now. No. I mean, we look at the takes? price of building. I know. And You're... so a friend of mine's building a deal, and he said mm-hmm. he waited four months for windows. Yep. So it's probably going to be, I mean, there's probably going to be some of that. Yeah. People are like, well, we wanted a house, but we have to have a place to live. So. Right.
1: And so, but also, I also heard that the mobile home guys are like a year out.
0: Oh, no way.
1: Yeah. And they're, they've gone up significantly. I used to think a mobile home. And they were like one hundred eighty thousand. Like somebody just told me, they're like double that now. And I'm like, oh, geez, oh my god! It's a home. Yeah.
0: So uh, our friend, that's a builder. Mm-hmm. He said that the house, like the what we live in, to build it today would just to build it, not the land, yes. not the fencing, right. not the horse pens, right. nothing, nothing, all of it, just the house. Yeah. No furniture, no appliances, nothing. Four hundred
1: eighty thousand. Yeah. Oh, I think that's cheap. For, but what's that equate to a square foot? uh like 320 or something like
0: that i don't know I, i'd have to i don't i don't know you're, you're the real estate agent uh, right. but anyway so so is are you are you concerned that as far as inventory i mean is it going to start getting really competitive Find oh, inventory
1: absolutely because you know i mean the the interest rates are going up so from january 1st to now it started off about three 3.1 at january 1st it went to it's now at five five what yeah I know. I
0: saw that it jumped half a point the other day. I said it was the largest jump since like the early 80s or something. Right,
1: exactly. So you run into those people that bought last year, year before on good interest rates. They're not going to sell because no. in order to buy something else, you're – exactly, right? You might want bigger, but so are you going to do it at 6% now? five Absolutely and a half percent, not. Right, when you got 2 or 2.75? So
0: well, the interest rates are now discouraging people that might would have been opportunistic. Now they're like, nah, we're going to It goes both no way. ways,
1: really. It really gets the buyers – it gets the sellers – yeah, the sellers are going to, I think – Unless they're moving to another state. And that's what everybody, you know, that's. I'm
0: leaving. Everybody's moving to this state. Though. I
1: know. But a lot of people are moving to Texas. Yeah. Like, because everybody yeah. that asked me, I'm like, oh, what, am I place? what is my place worth? I'm like, well, where, where, where are you going? Like, are you leaving here? Or Do you, you think you're going to replace yeah, it around here? Yeah, because you can't. You can't right. replace it. And they're all like, oh, Texas. I'm like, oh, okay, then, yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, Because Texas is still affordable.
0: Yeah. You know, you say that. Oh. I mean, I looked at, like, real estate around where we mm-hmm. grew up and stuff. Yeah. And probably reasonable is is the right. right term, but not certainly not like it was. I remember, right. I remember looking at a place in Weatherford years and years mm-hmm. ago, in Weatherford. It was like ten acres, had a barn, had a house, had an arena, like the, just the perfect ten Seven. acre horse place, just ready to go turnkey, nice right. house. Right. I mean, twenty one hundred square feet house, yeah. rock house, garage, perfect. just nice, just yeah. a nice place. And it was like three hundred fifteen thousand. Right. And you're like, you look at that place today. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a million dollars. Oh yeah. And that's twelve years. Right. Something like that. I mean, that's a seven hundred thousand dollar to the good. Yeah, but
1: I know, but I mean, compared Texas, I guess I say compared to here. Yeah, you know, because I mean, what what are you? We're getting get for to a California here? prices here, exactly. Right, exactly. So, so yeah, with these interest rates rising, what it's doing, it's it's really getting the buyers to get off the fence. You know, they're either like, oh hey, I better buy now before they go up again. Oh yeah. Or you know what? We're just gonna wait and see what happens. So.
0: Well, and I th- I think I got really really fortunate because we were down here. Full disclosure, I guess, if somebody from Oregon is listening to this, yeah. it's, it's not news. Like, we're, we're fully relocated here, and oh. we go back. We travel back and forth. Yeah. Um, but well, we were kind of, like, ahead. on the fence. Like, I don't know. You know, maybe we'd like to do it. But, you know, it's going up, and it's so high. And Shelley Santucci was the one that set us down It <laughs> had, like, a motherly moment. It was like, hey, you don't own anything you need to do it. You've got to do right. it. You've got, and we're like, yeah, but it got high. And she's like, it could go higher. Even if it doesn't, you got to have a place. Anyway, yeah. It's good investment. Yes. Yeah, it's, I mean, she just kind of like mother hen us. Good for her. And I don't, I do not know. I do not know what we would have done because now... It's double. I mean, right. to, to, to try to do what we did yeah. would be double, and then we're Absolutely. out of our price range.
1: Well, remember, you had me come look at your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because
0: I was like, eh, maybe we
1: could. I, I know. know, and I was like, well, where are you going to go? Right. Like, are you going to stay in Oregon, or what are you going to do? Right.
0: Well, and that's, we were thinking, like, because we, bu- we bought it, and it kind of went up, mm-hmm. and we're like, okay, well, nothing like it has now. Right. But um, my point is, to the person that's on the fence, yeah. like, I, I get it. I understand. I know what sure. that's like. Yeah. You know, it's hard, it's hard to consider, but I just don't know how much it's going to go down.
1: I, I know, mean, and everybody, I It think... could
0: dip. It yeah. could dip a little bit for right. sure, but I mean, Arizona is like a national thing I now. I know,
1: I know. And yeah, I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen. Everybody, I think they, they're waiting for like a 2008. I don't see that coming just because, you know, the lender's put so much so many check marks in place to get a loan these days like right. back in 2008 they didn't have that right
0: you could do you could do what was it called when, uh, implied income is that what they call yeah. it yes how much do you make a billion right. dollars. okay good you're good. here you you're go sign right end. there yeah. here's the interest yep. rate
1: yeah and you had like you know landscapers that owned 18 houses you know and oh not that there's anything wrong with that they make good money but you know what i'm saying they just right. didn't do the checks and balances right. like like they do now so i don't see i don't see another 2008 coming you know um
0: what would a slowdown look like now? Because obviously that's what everybody's like, oh, it's going to crash. There's a food shortage and like all the supplies. Ch- oh, right. There's a lot of craziness. Sure, but sure. if it slows down, mm-hmm. what would you predict it's going to look like?
1: I don't know. I think I think like like what it's doing right now, just evening out on the market, you know what I mean? The prices, yeah, okay, did, did we miss that boom? Because, you know, because somebody got that price two years ago or last year or whatever. We probably did, you know. People, you know, last year were are waving appraisals and going 10, 15, 20, 30 thousand or more over asking price just to get and that. And that's
0: not happening now. N-
1: not anymore. No. Interesting. So, so in that
0: regard, it is kind of a slowdown.
1: A, a little bit. I I like to say evening out because I mean yeah. I'm still super busy. It's just it's evening out. We're not in that mad rush. We're not waving appraisals and inspections and stuff just to get right. just to get the house like yeah. like we had to last year yeah. or even earlier this year. Can you
0: imagine spending that much money and waving an appraisal? No. Can you? It's like not vet checking a horse. And they
1: will. I know. And they will do it. Well, to that, get it.
0: There must be so much more money available to them that they're like, eh, if anything's broke, we'll just bulldoze it. That'd
1: be nice, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I have no idea what that would feel like. Right. I was, I was I like the most either. nervous buyer ever. I know. Like, well, we grew up broke. It's right. on the back of my mind. I'm like, right. I'm going to be in an RV. This all ends with me in an RV. That, totally. The, every single day I Where's wake that? up with that in the back of my mind of like, if I'm not, and I I mean, inner dialogue, right? You catch stuff like, no, it's fine. We're good. We're good. Yeah. But every day there's this thought of like, this all ends with me in an RV. I
1: know. I've seen it happen.
0: I'm going to be the only person not addicted to meth that ends up there
1: <laughs> in an, an RV. RV in a New Mexican desert. Yeah, exactly.
0: No electricity, just yeah. like a solar panel right, off exactly. grid. Exactly. What happened? Were you doing, tr- no, I'm just an idiot. No, I just, I'm just I, a moron. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't follow the trends. <laughs> I thought I'd do my I own. I didn't listen to Aaron Freeman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So yeah.
0: if that, if it opens up, let's go back to Aguila for a second. Okay. If yeah. that opens up, yeah. there is a lot of room out there.
1: T- 100%. And tons
0: of water. Like yeah. at Salome, yes. you're like, there is so much water. The water tables are high. I know. Great farming yep. out there. Yep. So then all of a sudden, if you start to see developments going, it's kind of a, now all of a sudden, it's an unending, for a while, yeah, unending amount of resources because there's a lot of land and a lot of stuff out there. Well,
1: I mean, in Nagila could be like Whitman. You know, I mean, every day when I check the MLS, there's new builds on Whitman. The only problem I see, my people all want more than one acre. And that's mm-hmm. what Whitman does. It's horse property, mm-hmm. but it's on one acre. And I don't like, right. I mean, my people all need Two more. to five. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Yeah. So So, I mean, I would just, if some if some builder gets in a gila make it two to five because one acres are hard to sell for me for me
0: hard to sell mm-hmm. uh, well okay so like where we're at mm-hmm. we're on an acre and a half
1: which works for you
0: it's perfect i know i mean it's a it's a perfect lock and leave yeah. size yeah. if you're selling second homes right uh for us what makes it work is that we're in a neighborhood where there's 45 arenas
1: exactly that I get on a horse and ride to that's the thing. You think, don't need an arena. No,
0: you need a, but yes. you need some auxiliary economy happening around you because right. if you're living out in the middle of nowhere on an acre, then that's not you know, right. That's, right. That's
1: not yeah. Great. And I mean, I there's some great houses on an acre, but when you get over there and start to look at them and see if you can put a, a even a little open arena on it, a lot of them don't work.
0: No, there's nowhere to. I mean, there's nowhere to ride on our place. Right. We got pens. And right. Stuff like that. And what works for us too is yeah. that our dump company, our dumpster company. Yes we clean all of our stalls into the dumpster and oh, they're good nice. with it. They don't care. Yeah. And so we're not having to like travel off our place, but that would be hard yes. if you had horse pins and stuff yes. like that on an acre. And a half.
1: Right. And plus, I mean, you're connected there. You know what I mean? Like right. you got a bunch of people around you that, you know,
0: first time in my entire life. I know all my neighbors. Oh. I not I've never lived anywhere where I know all my neighbors. Really? Like, I've been into their houses. Like, I never go to people's houses. I don't go into people's that houses. That is weird about
1: you because you know everybody.
0: I, but I'm not – I know everybody, like, at a glance. I know everybody, what? like, a phone call or, hey, how's it going? Like, I don't go inside of very many people's houses. Really? I, and I don't know why that would be any yeah. different. But I've been in your house. We've uh, been over there, rope with of yeah. and Clay and stuff. Yeah. Like, I've been to your house. But yep. That's not the norm. Oh, really? Uh-uh.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Odd, oddly enough, as much as I love Jerry Hicks and as much as he is family to me, like I love
1: that guy yep. so dearly. Right.
0: Never been in his house.
1: Really? That is interesting.
0: Nope. And I don't have people over my house very often. Hmm. So I don't know. You're going to have to open
1: up. <laughs> I'm going <gonna, laughs> I'm
0: gonna, I'm gonna to dip my toe into like okay. going to dinner at night. Okay. Tuesday nights, we don't have any sports, oh, right? perfect, yeah. So I want to start like, I want my Tuesday night. I, I love Charlie's Steakhouse. It's my favorite. I haven't it's,
1: even been there all season, but that is my favorite restaurant. I it love is, it. It is hands
0: down my favorite. Yeah. I love that place. I love and the so, ambiance. I love the people you bump it's into. 1950s. You're never in there that you don't Steakhouse. eat it. That is exactly right. They have mm-hmm. good ranch dressing.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> So right. Uh, right. No, back to Aguila. Okay. If they go to an acre and a half, <laughs> as long as there's enough of them, it's yes. a great lock and leave size. Sure. You can be gone all season. Exactly. And
1: right, right. So the trend I'm seeing this year too, for my people, and last year, this was not like it. The acre lock and leave would, would be perfect. But mm-hmm. this year, everybody wants their own arena. Everybody. Okay. And I was like, oh, interesting. Because last year, nobody wanted their own. They just want to come, stay a month, two months, whatever, and go rope at all the arenas mm-hmm. or do practice someplace else. This year, a lot of my clients were like, "We got to have enough room for our own arena," and I'm like, "Well, okay. let me tell you,
0: let me tell you what happens there." Speaking from experience, yes. not I'm not personally connected to this situation, right. but I don't not saying names. Let's just say hypothetically. Yes. Sometimes, yeah, people are like, "We'll just rope in a community arena," and then they have a falling out, and they're like, "You can't come back." Well, I don't want to come back. Right. Well, your steers are stupid. Well, you don't feed them. Enough. Okay, fine. I'm out of And then all of stupid. a sudden, you're like, "I need my own arena." Right. Like, well, worked at two and a half acres. Now I'm going to need five. So because... I think
1: everybody knows that because I'm like, <laughs> "Well, your neighbor's got a nice arena. Like, just go and meet them," and they're like, "Nope, gotta have our own yeah. because things might not work out." And which that's is, true, right? Which
0: is the the best way to guarantee that you get along with your neighbors is, yeah. is to have your own option. Like, uh, totally. if you have your own arena, <laughs> right. then you're probably going to get all right. forever because 100
1: so. that somebody always it never it does it doesn't ever work out never
0: i remember uh go back in time mm-hmm. 10 years i don't know what it was maybe 2011 something like that and huckabee maybe it wasn't that long ago maybe it why i was already in Oregon. but huckabee there in north Steubenville. yep there's that little row of roads like where jim ross built his place and stuff back there um there was like seven or eight guys that rodeoed for a living mm-hmm. on that same road and mm-hmm. they would all just swap sears out and like just the Perfect. community and i remember thinking like Man, that would be so cool to live in a community of like like minded people. You actually know your neighbors and like things like that. That's so funny because that's exactly how the neighborhoods work best down here.
1: Right. Exactly. I know.
0: You might pass people. We had a last fall, just as people were starting to get in town, our neighbors were open. We stopped by. Some other people stopped by. We're sitting there on they come up on the side by side. There was like literally by the time it was over, there's maybe twenty five people. Yes. My first block party. See, everybody sits out there and talks and hangs out and like, it's fun. It's, I've never, I've never been anywhere where that yeah. kind of stuff I mean, happens. no, we
1: came down and rope with you earlier this season, right? Mm-hmm. And then yep. you've come up with us and oh, yeah. yeah, this winter, I mean, we've had a bunch of people at the house and then Jason built that little bar area thing. Yeah. So we just sit there and hang Were out. Where are we
0: and... out on letting Brody drive before a driver's license? Oh. Because I feel like that would really help my practice. Me with too.
1: Me. Same. Uh, <laughs> he, he wanted me to ask you today what you're doing. A so. couple <laughs> times, a couple
0: times, like we had plans to rope. He's like, sorry, can't get a ride. Like I, it's, he's I getting, know, he's going there's yeah. a rule, I think there's a law, don't, don't quote me on this, somebody told me that this is true, so mm-hmm. if it's a lie, he told me, yeah. that if you have a feed implement on your truck, it's a ag equipment, Yeah. and That's you can good. drive, yeah. as in long Arizona? as there's a feed implement, but I don't, that was Texas, oh, Okay. Yeah. so I'd be curious in Maricopa if like, hey, no, there's a feeder on this, this is not a, this is not a road vehicle, this right. is a piece yeah. of ag, because like, you can drive a tractor, True. you don't have to have a driver's license to drive a tractor down the road.
1: So he's going to go to Wyoming a little bit this summer, and work up there for some friends of ours, and I guess Just up there- a cowboy, Yep. Mm-hmm. And up there, he, you can get your, he already looked this up. He said, you can get your driver's license at 14 if you work on a uh, ranch ahead. or something. He's like, so I'm going to get it. Do you think it'll work down here? And I'm like, you try probably it. not. But yeah, try. Why not?
0: So I noticed something. Uh-huh. I noticed that Brody had always been the taller, bigger one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or I mean, Clay. Clay. Yeah. Brody is the little yep. thinner one. And yep. there was like, they, they didn't look related and they're yep. not that far apart in age. They're
1: four, they're four years.
0: I mean, but it looked I like, know. it looked like Clay could have been Brody's dad oh, forever. Yeah. Clay goes to college. Yep. And all of a sudden, Brody hits a growth spurt. And all of a sudden, know, he's big. He like, he's, he looks like an older version I know, of himself. So here's right? here's my honest question. Do you yeah. suppose it's possible that Clay, you know, he turns steers out together. Yep. And, like, the little yeah. ones don't get as much oh, yeah. feed. And the bigger ones get yep. bigger. The little ones get little. Yeah. Do, you, do you think it's possible maybe that Clay yes. was whipping Brody off a of feed? Totally.
1: T- we <laughs> feed him in a trough. So, yeah. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> For, I got down here this year. I saw Brody. I'm like... What the heck? You Everybody said that. I, the year that Clay left. Yeah,
1: I see him every day, so I can't tell. But everybody's right. like, oh, no, he got so big. And I'm like, oh, okay, good, because he was little for a long time. And they go
0: through that weird thing where they start to look like, like adults. Like Jet's taller than him. Well, Jet's almost six feet tall. I know. Jet's huge. And, and same thing. They go through where they look like like older kids yeah. to young men. And right. And it's like, ugh.
1: And even Brody, like, I called his phone the other day, and he, he must have did the message when he was eight because he's like, hello, this is Brody. <laughs> and I'm like, Dude, you need to I change to your message. That. Yeah, it's like you out sounds, with yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now, you know, when you talk to me, he's like, hey, it's Brody. I mean, he sounds like a man.
0: I laughed. I laughed so hard. He was he got in trouble wherever they were open because oh, yeah, he, he got caught he uh, plagiarizing. Yes. And that same week, Jet wow. comes home and he's laughing. One of his buddies at school had cheated. Mm-hmm. And the answer in the answer key said, answers may vary. As in, like it's an opinion well, question, right? Yeah. This kid writes. Answers may vary. (laughs) they're like, now we know you're cheating.
1: And that's exactly how Brody got caught too. He was talking, they were, it was some science class and they were talking about a white dwarf star. And so when he copied and pasted the answer, it said it had to be PC. So it said Caucasian little person star. And he didn't catch that. (laughs) He did not catch that. Oh, Yeah.
0: Listen, not, not everybody just loves the academic. I, I, right. I get it. Right. Yeah. So you're, what's your, what's the next five years? I mean, what's the, what's the Freeman thing? Clay's gonna, he's loving Texas. He's loving Texas. He's it's coming It's been home great today. for his roping oh, by the way. That kid is a completely different person. Thank, that was, yeah, thank you, you love it when kids leave and take off and yes. do better. And yeah. I, feel, I, yeah. I feel like it's safe to say he's done that.
1: I think so. Yep. Brody's mm-hmm.
0: going to Wyoming. Is Clay staying here this summer?
1: Clay might go to Wyoming, too. Um, they both have the option to go up there, but Clay, he needs to work. He He's uh, a little short on rope and funds and stuff mm-hmm. towards the end of the year. So yep. I don't know but what he's going to do. But that's why you sell houses. Well, you know, and what actually, a couple do? things. Like, I just signed him up for real estate school because he wanted to do it. He's like, I think... That I
0: kid would- can talk to anyone.
1: <laughs> I know. I
0: mean, if that's an important part of selling yeah, real estate, he's going to be fine.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought, too. So he's going to start that. And then... Um, yeah, I just got my broker's license as well, so I could start my own business. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. I'm gonna take the summer and think about it. And I don't know. We might have a the new Six Bar S Realty in Wickenburg. Dude, I don't know. I, I don't love
0: know. it. What? So then, like Clay is your number one salesperson in five right? years. Right. You're just a real estate magnet that sits back. And <laughs> yeah, runs let the him brokers. handle everything. Yep, got yep. a good
1: crew of people underneath. Brody me. is
0: probably rodeoing for a living, and Jason is just bass fishing oh, and roping and hosting and.
1: He's a trophy husband, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I gotta give him the shirt. He tells what's, everybody. <laughs>
0: what's he gonna do? Where's he? What's?
1: I don't know what Jason's gonna do. He is loving retirement. Mm-hmm. You know, he, tri- he retired early, so I well, mean, from a
0: le- legit like, job. Yeah, like, like that's a job that you actually want to be retired from.
1: No kidding. Like, I wasn't sad about him retiring just because I, you couldn't pay me enough to work at a prison.
0: He was a prison guard, mm-hmm. and to be done with that, and now yeah. in Wickenburg, and
1: yeah. And just loving it, and he he can he's got his own little bank account, and he's he's got his own little LLC set up, so he's just whatever he wants to do.
0: Still fishing a lot.
1: He's working on the boat today. Nice. Mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. So that's his plan. That's his plan. What's your What's your goal for five, the next five years? Because I noticed you didn't this jackpot the a lot. Podcast. I know that, but this I got is, some this questions. This is
0: this is the. Air, um,
1: you didn't jackpot a lot this year. I don't
0: know. I I don't know. I that's actually. I hate that I don't have an answer because I ask everybody that. That's that's the question I like the most of, like, what's your five-year plan?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I like doing this. I'm not saying it's the most important. I'm not saying it's the most meaningful. I'm not saying that we're going to change the world doing a podcast. That's not right. what I'm saying. It's just the thing I like doing yeah. the most. Um, I'm riding some outside horses right now oh, that I really like. I perfect. like having some outside horses because yeah. it kind of keeps, you know, yeah. it, it changes things the, yeah. Um, the horse the grey horse I sold they went a third in the world on him this year I and saw so that. that helps with Very cool. selling horses yes. and so um in 5 years from now I'm curious to see what it looks like I mean it would be a, it know. would be a guess I would love to think that that the model that we're working on I mean we're kind of di- the first church we dug it out of the sand right it, it, and what I mean by that is like we had an idea but we had to kind of excavate around it and you know people started to see it and they're like oh it's like that right yeah 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 this one, it feels like we're digging out of the rock because it's not like something people have seen True. before. Right. And so um, I, I'm curious. We're really pushing into better connections there in Pal Butte with yeah. campus people that are in place there. So that's less day-to-day for me. Yeah. Um, I would say that Wickenburg is the closest I've ever felt to having a hometown. Oh, cool. So go to dinner. Like, get to know people. Right. Actually spend time with acquaintances instead yeah. of – because I. If I'm not careful, I can just kind of hole up. Like this year, I didn't jackpot much. I, know. I was busy. Didn't see you. I know. The year before that, we were doing Texas. I was right, gone. Right. So yeah. Um, maybe maybe learn. Lacey and I had this conversation the other day. I don't think she would mind me saying it. It's like we've lived a nomad lifestyle mm-hmm. for so long. Right. Even being in Oregon, um, it's a big uh, visible position that we're in, but we don't have just like a ton of roots in the area. Right. And so it kind of felt like a nomad lifestyle back in Texas and here and stuff like that. And so I think if, if I could, if I could feel less nomadic, yeah. I feel like we've got roots where the kids, yeah. in five years, my kids are going to be like late into high school. Oh, I want them to gosh. feel like that they got the full experience yeah. of like having friends and people right. over. And I hey like when kids come over and I like the, you know, the hanging out at the pool and yeah. being, being in one place Absolutely. for that. So, so Good I would you. say that for the next five years. Of all the things I just said, yeah. The next five years is that people could visibly see what we're working on. Mm -hmm. The rope and calendar has just gone (sighs) viral. I
1: know. I need to advertise Um, on that. I would
0: love. I would love if we could volunteer at the things that we do instead of doing it for work, occupationally. Like that, we could volunteer for the things that we think are important. Yes. The rope and calendar, two hundred thousand page views, (gasps) forty thousand unique users this winter. uh, His first year. I know. And the app is about to go live, and the app is better than the website. (sighs) So yeah, I think be less of a nomad, yeah. feel like we got roots, uh, but get the kids through high oh, school and let them kind of feel like they had a normal normal childhood. Actually, not a normal childhood, normal high school life. Yes. You know, and like I think the,
1: this is the best place to do it.
0: You know, and, and, and I love that we get to almost kinda play tour guide yeah. when our people come from right. Texas and when people come yeah. from Oregon. You get to see everybody right here and Absolutely. to kind of get to like tell people where to go and what's this and where's that and like right. In a sense, that's kind of what the open calendar is, right? Yeah. It's, it's your digital tour guide. It is. And so getting to do that, um, yeah, that's probably the next five years.
1: So that was awesome. Like, I mean, again, I don't know why I don't listen to you because you were telling me all about it. And I was like, oh, sure, yeah, okay. But, I mean, it has. It has taken off. Like, I noticed Brody looking at it the other day. And I was like, do you, do you ever look at the other one? And he's like, nope, I just use this. He's like, this thing tells me everything. And I was like, oh. Well,
0: it's, it's. I mean, part of it is you look at the world. The world's going digital. My Absolutely. brother my brother is a writer for The Athletic. He covers the Texas Rangers mm-hmm. and it's a subscription pay set. It's like a newspaper, but you pay, but it's all digital. They right. don't, I don't even think they print anything. Probably I don't not. think, but obviously the world's going that direction. Sure. If you're a team open producer and it rains and you got to cancel, you can't, you Can't update something that's on paper, right? You can update something that's digital, Absolutely. and that's the app. Wait Absolutely. till you see this app, it's gonna be amazing. And that's okay. a it's three dollars a month, okay. Which of all the things that we Isn't do in late our for world, me to get in? well, we, no, no, no. no okay. we haven't signed up yet, okay, it's, good. Not, it's, okay. not, it's not, it's not even live yet, okay. But uh, three dollars a month, and what it, it is, it is like interactive, it's a push notification. If somebody's gonna cancel it, you got ding, and you yep. look at your phone, and just you're like taps or something, exactly, exactly, and so. Um, like if you and me are only looking for the number eleven, sure. Opens, I can hit that button. It just pulls up the elevens. That is
1: what's cool about it. I think that's what everybody liked, and I really, I didn't think it would catch on with the older generation, but I see they old guys it. sitting there, yeah, using it. Yeah, I was like, oh my
0: gosh. Well, so the story of that is, and I know, I know, we've already talked about this, but if people hadn't heard the story, my grandpa uh, used to get mad at me from five miles away because his TV wouldn't work, and he thought I messed it up <laughs> somehow. That it was my <laughs> fault. It was fault. So yeah. I'd go down there, I'd fix it for him. Go down there and fix it for. Him. He would call mad, and it was just like this cycle. <laughs> So, finally, one day, what we did is we took tape, and I put tape over every button except the on-off channel volume. Great. That's yeah. it. Don't yeah. touch anything but that. Yes. And never had another problem. So, when, when we were designing the website, we said, hey, give it four buttons. Yeah. Those four buttons. So, that if somebody so that's smart. 70 years old looks yeah. at it, yeah. it's yeah. not like video poker where right. it's like flashing lights right. and, you know, banners and streamers. And stuff. Yes. So it's like, no, no, no. Here's what it is. If yeah. you're looking for it, it's one of these three things. You yeah. can look by location, date, you know, Brilliant. jackpot number, stuff like that. So. Uh, we had a lot of success with the older people. You did. There are, there are older people who are like, "Ooh, I just don't even have a smartphone."
1: I know they all still hey. have a flip phone. See them,
0: but like think about like how is, I don't know your family. I'm asking a personal question yeah. here. My dad is 70. Right this year, he'll be 70. In yeah, just coming January. Our old people are now younger than they used to be. Agreed. I don't mean by number. They're the same, yeah. like old numbers yeah. are still old numbers, but technology wise, our older yes. generations are getting younger because they've been around it longer. Exactly. So you're getting fewer and fewer and fewer older people. Yeah. that are like, oh, I don't look at a f- smartphone. Like they've all got them. And that's how they keep right. up with their grandkids. That's yeah. how they stay connected. Exactly. Their families are on it. Their yep. digital. digital. The, I mean,
1: you know, I mean, I have, I have younger people that we send a lot of documents, DocuSign or AthenaSign or whatever, and they can't figure it out. But, you know, I mean, I just had an 80-year-old couple buy their second home in their whole life. And I'm like, hey, they're out of California. I'm like, you got to use DocuSign or sign, whatever I sent them. And they figured it out. I told them yeah. how to do it, and they figured it out.
0: Well, and that's the thing. Like, we, we've signed documents or refinances yes. or all the things. That right. We, all the m- myriad of whatever yes. garbage that we're involved in. And it's almost like anymore if somebody doesn't do DocuSign, it's like, what are you? I have to admit, what am I going to fax it to oh you? a pigeon? And they do. you do. me to just tie it to a pigeon foot they and do. hope it makes it? Yes. Everybody yeah. figures it out. And and so I, I think that's, you know, from a digital standpoint yeah. for you uh, being present, it would be interesting to see what, you know, what that looks like. Because the next generation yeah. is not going to pick up a magazine.
1: No. They're going to they get online. Not. They're going to look gone.
0: up what is, you know, Wickenburg real estate. So.
1: Fun fact. One time I was on the news because I was at San Diego on the beach reading a magazine. And I see this guy like videoing me. And I'm like, what, what, what? what? <laughs>
0: How do I look? And he, yeah, this side, this yeah, side. yeah, and he this comes angle. over
1: and he's like, "Did you notice I was videoing you?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He had like the full TV set up and everything. And he goes, "Do you know why?" I'm like, "No." And he goes, "Cause you're reading a magazine. Nobody does that anymore." And I'm like, <laughs> "I just didn't want to get sand on my Kendall. Like, <laughs> that's why I brought the magazine." But yeah, so just so you're right, oh, the papers be gone. Other,
0: well, yeah, it is. It's on its way out. Um, you know, I, I there's just no getting around it. And so right. to be the only digital uh, platform available Absolutely in the number brilliant. one spot right yeah. now it's i feel like we're ahead of the market so 100 100 hope, hope
1: it keeps working but. yeah so i want in on it
0: awesome well hey that's, i think that's how a podcast yeah. works we did it i there love you go. it thanks thank for coming you. and, and as this it. keeps going we'll, we're gonna do like repeat people okay. so just put you on rotation in. Awesome. sounds good
1: thank you i thank appreciate you. it thanks for jumping on. you bet wow.